moment, a vibe, a person, a sister, a mother, a queen, a wanooza. It's the 1st of October and we are at the home of Wanooza Fourth Unit Cafe out in Pakalane. And before we start anything, Bapi's out here and he's going to create and fix us a drink, like a, a health drink, actually. I can't even leave this. Bapi, what are you making for us today? Um, hi guys. Uh, so today I'm going to be making uh, orange health juice. It's getting the oranges, then I'm going to is that all we're having, but are you not going to throw any kind of ginger or anything in there? Uh, yeah, I can, I can add like a ginger shot, but that's like an addition. I think it would be amazing if you had a ginger shot because I mean, it's we're going into the summer, we're warming up our bodies and anything is amazing. So go ahead, show us how you're going to make it. Can I pass you anything? Serving it out of the Manusa bag. Some ice. Some ice to make it nice and yummy. Can I taste it? Hmm. Really nice. Thank you, Bubby. Right. Catch you in the next frame. Cheers. Cheers. Hi, Manusa. Hi, Manusa. Hey. So we're gonna play a little spelling bee game. Okay. Let's check her if you know how to spell your words, right? That's okay. So when you hear the bell ring, just know that your 15 seconds is over. Okay. And then I'm going to go over to you. Okay. So I'm going to give you two words, each two words, right? Yeah. Okay. Great. Let's go. Um, Hannah, please spell misspell. So M-I-S-P-E-L-L. -L. <laughs> right. Did I get it right? <laughs> no, you didn't. Oh my goodness. Misspell. It's, okay. Yeah, it's a double S and a double L. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. okay. Are you ready? Is that me now? Oh gosh. Okay, let's hear it. Hana, please get a uh, spell. Masseuse. Masseuse. Okay. Kibadi massage. Mm -hmm. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I don't know how to spell masseuse. <laughs> okay, I'm not gonna even attempt. I'm not even gonna attempt. How is masseuse spelled? Okay. Okay. All right. Like I wasn't ever gonna get it. <laughs> Spell onomatopoeia. Ono. Ono. Mo. Onomatopoeia. Okay. So O N O M A T O P I A. Wrong. I knew it. My goodness. Like. So it's O N O M A T O P O E I. But girl, why couldn't we just what spell regular words? What does that mean? I don't know. It's just a big word. It's just a big word. Thank you for spelling me with us. Oh, thanks for exposing us like that. <laughs> Hi, Manusa. Hi, Manusa. Hi, Manusa. Have an awesome afternoon. Definitely. Definitely. <laughs> okay, so I saw you guys were playing the spelling bee earlier with my name. Yeah. And it was rather interesting and fun, and I was thinking to myself, that could never be me, guys. That is right? <laughs> and I'm, 
I'm so embarrassed because I'm like, I'm that communications chick, guys. Like, I was so, I was always good with English. Mm. Mm. And here, I'm like, I'm so confident. Imagine. But I didn't even know what that meant. But, guys, come on. All right. Hi, Badusa. It is another episode of Nobody Knows Nobody. And today, I have phenomenal women on the panel and we're going to be chatting everything media everything confidence development everything building and everything creating an evolution i will not own their narrative and i will allow them to introduce themselves and with further without further ado please go ahead Hey Manuza. Hey Manuza. Well, my name is Hana Dinde. I'm a media personality and entrepreneur. I'm founder and creative director of I Rise by Hana, as well as an endometriosis activist and advocate. Beautiful. Yeah. Absolutely awesome. Yeah, I'm awesome. Pleasure to have you. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Hello. Thank you so much for having me as well, Manuza. Um, hi, Manuza. My name is Loratora Piling, aka Los Todo de Mosto, aka Madam Top Life, Hello. aka the Fruit Lady to you. <laughs> um, I am a media personality as well. Um, I am also a behind the scenes person as well. I'm yeah. a producer currently running a company called Media Rap Africa. Yeah, so that's what I do, and I'm an MTF alumna. Hello. Yeah, I'm gonna put that so in. cool, right? It's big things. It's completely. Um, I love that when you just shared with me that you're a media and uh, a content producer, not and uh, media. What's up behind the scenes, girl? Yeah. Producer. Yeah. I graduated as a producer, but uh-huh. I also specialize in directing. Yeah. yeah. So it makes our job today. It makes my job and my team's job so much easier to have you on the panel because yeah. then you understand. She gets it. Because, yeah, she gets it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And people take for granted how hard. content creation is and production is so kudos to you speaking of which right the both of you um own media or media spaces and voices in media spaces and we've come to notice and realize that Khauna you are what we term the evolutionary chick that kind of started and stemmed and you are like the new age chick that's yeah. bringing in media and owning your space your your voice in this space right how would you say your journey came about and like literally as we can speak to each other um how have have things changed from when you started and right. how are things going as you now yeah 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 well when i started i started on radio uh well radio initially in 2006 so you can imagine i'm not even sure whether facebook was there in 2006 i don't even know whether i had a facebook account because social media wasn't a thing back then you know what i mean we literally dependent on getting you know our, our audience to call in and like just that kind of uh real time you know interaction via phone calls right and then i went on to television later in 2011 and i remember i only consciously started being active on social media and understanding and being conscious of the fact that there's some such a thing as a brand in 2013 that's when i i set up the hana live page on facebook right 2013 you know that's when i was conscious of content creation and all of that and numbers and following back then being an influencer wasn't even a thing but all i wanted was to just get a bit of a following because it was starting to become a thing but like imagine so literally from 2006 like for those what, what was that 7 years 
I was just like winging it. I just had a voice on, on radio and television and all I wanted to do was to create impact. You know, I was just there to help facilitate communication between my client and the audience. Yeah. That was it. You know what I mean? So it's really been amazing, uh, you know, just now evolving from that, you know, a mainstream like traditional media girl to now social media. And it's one of those things that like, you know, I think it's just by the grace of God that I've been able to transition as I have because you know what I mean? A lot of people aren't able to exist in both spaces. So it, it's really just been great. I think be, your story would be very phenomenal for like my 2000. Like, and they would never <laughs> exist for Sana technology. You know what I mean? Like, like what are you saying? It's completely commendable that at least we tend to want to record our lives day to day. But I mean, I'll give it to you. How is, how is this difference for you and what's the balance? I mean, for me, well, when I started, I started my career, at least, well, I had an establishment at that time, in 20... 20, not 2000. Imagine! <laughs> um, 20, about around, I think around 2013, 14, when yeah. I just finished high school. Um, well, I went to BAC and I thought, well, this is not really for me. And then I got introduced to Sky Girls, which I think it's a great sisterhood for young ladies because it gave me like some sort of affirmation to say, you can be whoever you want to be. And I went for radio interviews and I thought, wow, I look good with this. I like how I sound, you know what I mean? And I think, um, at the time it made such an impact to people around me my family was like you know what you've always wanted to do this yeah. to some extent so this is your opportunity to go for it so then later on i ventured into um film and television where i went to avda um to be able to kind of get like a you know like a clear skill mm. of working behind the scenes and working in front of the camera because a lot of the times for me it was it was almost uh, a thing of i want to own what i'm doing yeah. i want to be able to understand the business side of it because i don't want to just be the face that comes in and gets like a small check whatever check yeah. but i want to just ultimately be able to say okay this is what's happening from scratch to the end yeah yeah which is a very interesting thing to actually notice and watch your evolution mm. from traditional media into more digital space and for you 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 basically just cut cut across from the get-go so yeah not more fortunate than us bats yeah it is what it is right and then we look at certain platforms right now there's facebook twitter instagram youtube which is your favorite and why my favorite i think at the moment is instagram i love yeah. instagram <laughs> i feel like instagram has well, for what I do, you have to come through, you have to look good. Yeah. You know? So it's kind of a representation of what I want to do yeah. and how I want to carry my brand. Um, and then my second favorite one is YouTube. Mm -hmm. um, I wanted to do something there, but it didn't come out the way I wanted it to come yeah. out because of obviously there were circumstances around it, you know, my whole do, all of that stuff. I'm yeah. sure if you've seen the episode, you I've know what I'm talking about. I've seen the episode, I've met your yeah. sister on your episode. Ah, come on, that was a star in the making, I'm telling you. Um, so I think my number one right now, it has to be Instagram. It's yeah got like it's also like a link right now it's a perfect link for you to also do international collaborations with people across the border everybody's on it and i feel like it's a perfect networking place because a lot of people on instagram are professionalists compared to other social media platforms in my opinion okay yeah i'm not going to take an opinion of yeah. which yeah but like which is your favorite my favorite is facebook Hello. i'll be very honest yeah mm. so i am <laughs> present on instagram but my favorite is facebook you know why because i started 
on a platform that gave me national reach. You get what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, okay. So from the beginning, my audience was somebody in Gaps, mm. but somebody in Lokholoboto, somebody in Lindzolmuriti, in Kanye, in Otis. You know what I mean? So honestly, from the, yeah, you can imagine this was yeah. RB2, you know, RB1, BTV. So, so yeah, so I still want to keep in touch with them. And those are my people, guys. So I love Facebook. I also just love the fact that there's no pressure. There's very little pressure. So yeah, no, no, no. Pressure as far as like showing up. You know how you're talking about pressure. it. Like, I feel it's pressure. Okay. No, yeah. I feel it's pressure. You know, so I just appreciate the fact that I can just literally present myself in the most authentic state. And they will respond. But I can't just go on Instagram and get a I need a picture. So you know I, what I mean? I so the thing about Facebook is just it allows me to just be. It allows I don't need to overthink the content. I don't. I'm just interacting with people I used to interact with on radio. Urban citizens, how you doing? You know what I mean? So those are the same people. So you prefer your Facebook people. And I also just think everyone is on Facebook. I think that's just the thing. It's a community. It's a community. It's a larger community. It's the village app, but everyone is on Facebook. So does it give does Instagram with the same does Instagram give you the pressure to feel like you need to show up? Because Instagram is quite glossy and yeah, Instagram it is. is is quite um I need to look a certain mm-hmm. way. And do you feel pressured? I don't feel is, I don't feel any sort of pressure to okay. be quite honest because at the end of the day each individual can cater to themselves if you are the person who just wants to relax and lay back you know what you can do that but if you want to look good feel good and that's what you that's your brand i mean that's why i'm called madame chop life because madame chop life is not of anybody it's a big thing you know what i mean and that's always been my ambition for me it's always been to go to the world to go to the world i want to see myself in new york i want to see myself in paris i want to see myself in london you know what i mean all the big cities so for me it's always been a thing of you know it makes sense for me it makes sense for where i am there's a lot of inspiration because even the pages that i follow on instagram are like luxury pages because that's why that's the life you know what I mean, I want to be out way. That's that's what Instagram for me represents, and yeah. yeah. And then Facebook, of course. I mean, for me, it's perfect because it shares information. It's got a wider reach worldwide, definitely, mm-hmm. and also locally. Yeah. So yeah. So for me, both both of them work complementarily. To Absolutely. be honest. Awesome. So, do you ladies feel like you ever had to work on your narrative? I, I, earlier, we spoke about um, content uh, content creators now and showing up as yeah. we're saying now um, and consistently showing up and consistently showing up up means you need to have a certain voice in a certain way so when I yaga baha or baliko community go facebook have you did you feel like you need to work on that narrative I think it worked itself out to be honest with you. So I started on radio in 2006 and I'll be very honest, between 2006 and 2008, I was trying to find my voice. You know, I didn't trust my voice. I was under so much pressure, trying to sound like everyone. I remember, I love sharing the story. I used to want to sound like Nontle. Nontle was big then, Nontle Tema, right? So, you know, she had this thing, yeah, uh, like like something like in the hizzy, whatever, whatever. So I'll do that when I want to radio. I'd be like, so so yeah, this is Lady Jize in the hizzy, you know? And that wasn't me, you know what I mean? Because I just thought I couldn't be authentically me. I just felt I wasn't relatable. But from 2008, I just decided to own my voice. I was like, okay, so who are you? What is it that you're about? What kind of content do you want to produce? So it was about creating content that would inspire people, that would help in the evolution of humanity, that would help people transform into better versions of themselves. So then I created, you know, features around that. Like I had more my book inspiration, more, you know, uh, you get what I'm saying? The kind of stuff that was just like 
okay, let's help you be better. I had Mema's child on my show, you know what I mean? So from that point onwards, I consciously and intentionally owned my narrative and I was unapologetic about it. And to be honest, over time then, because then I developed a story, right? Like I then life happened. I became even more relatable and I was like, I'm going to own this. You know, I'm not going to carry this with shame. You know what I mean? I'm going to own my voice. And then that continued to be my narrative. So I got to a point where I was like, okay, I'm a storyteller who loves helping other people tell their stories. And I love the fact that I'm relatable because I'm human. A lot of times media personalities, you know, your people on social media or whatever on media seem very, what are you? Hey, it's kind of, you get what I'm saying? I just I just became the girl next door. So I love that and I consciously owned that, right? So impact, 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 inspiration, own your story. It's okay to just be human. It's okay to not always have it put together. You know what I mean? So that became my narrative and I'm very intentional about it. And also just saying to people, own your story. You know what I mean? This is our greatest gift to humanity, guys. You know what I mean? Um, you know, there's so much shame in 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 like in isolation in trying to we peak, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. We were chatting about the definition of Manusa or sort of when I was describing to you guys that Manusa is a force, right? Yeah. She 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 unapologetically speaks her mind and she she's a complete like her right? Yeah. And also we love to secure the bag. So that is what has brought our art and for us to enable us to be able to secure the bag and monetize our art. So this question is now for Lorato. Yeah. Do you think you need to work on your authenticity, like show up authentic, authentic? How do I take this one? I think because we live in a time where a lot of things are kind of plastic, you know, we've got to keep our image. At the end of the day, so whoever you are you'll always be whoever you are do you know what i mean if you're i feel like you can't i don't know i don't know how to put it but i feel like you can't say you're changing yourself to look a certain way because obviously number one even if i try and say I won't oh, look like Khaona, I won't be Khaona, yeah. I, I can't yeah. be Khaona. Khaona's got her own things, I've got my own things. Mm-hmm. So for me, I don't think I struggle with that because I'm myself. Yeah. You know, I've always been myself, I've always been loud. And I think for the longest time, I was kind of shy in high school. Uh-huh. I wasn't really shy, I was shy to talk to other people. Mm-hmm. But when I'm with other people and I'm with my friends, yeah. it's like, oh my God, that girl is really cool and really funny. Hey. Well, but hey. Then I realized, okay, actually I can talk to other people, mm-hmm. except the people that I'm around. So that's when I kind of transformed to say, you know what? You were a shy girl because of your own reasons or whatever at the time. You know, high school stuff. So when I got to the stage where um, I joined Sky Girls and I started just developing my career and I went for also television presenting school, I thought, you know what? These people really like me. You know, a lot, a lot, like I just felt like people, I just felt weird. I thought people were weird. I just, I couldn't get read their energy, you know what I mean? But when I started realizing that I am who I am and I can't take that away from myself, you know, I need to step in and I need to show up for myself. Before everybody else, I'm showing up for myself. When I look at myself in the mirror and I say, I look good, I'm going to come to my news and be able to speak. Your 
for mm. us mm. and not like us for, for our who? aesthetics. Mm. I mean, it's such a powerful thing to say and a powerful thing um, um, to put out. So a question, you, mm. were, you spoke of high school, you also like me in high school. Mm. What would you say or what advice would you give to the 16 year old self? 16 year old Khaun, 16 yeah. year old <laughs> so 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 you know the thing about me and I, I i it was so relatable when you spoke about being shy i'm i'm very shy right i grew up and one of the reasons why i started liking the stage was because i was trying to escape from my authentic self but i wanted a platform where i could be anything but me you know what I mean? So literally from primary, because I, I was so shy. I could even motlasing get some You know what I mean? Yeah, that was me, right? So then I developed a love for the state. So what I'd say to her is, you are enough. You are good enough. You are the first of your kind and the last there will ever be. So show up. Step into your greatness, baby girl. That's it. Step into your because back then she was so shy and reserved and so so apologetic. Right? So I'll just say, step into your greatness, baby girl. You're the first of your kind and the last there will ever be. Come on! Show up! Show up! Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, for me, the 16-year-old. She just finished high school. Yeah. Um, you know, she's super intelligent. <laughs> I think I'd say to her is life is larger than what you think. There's always room for transformation. You know, you're not going to be the same person forever. Allow yourself to go through everything and understand that you're not going to be the same person forever. It's okay. It's, it's okay. okay. It's okay. Be there right now, but don't stop yourself from the Right? Because life is larger than what you think it is at that point. Yeah. There's so much more you can reach for. Woo. Yeah. So much power in this room. I'm just like, power. The first of October is a powerful day. Such a, <laughs> such a beautiful way to set the tone for the month. That right. In affirming who we are and giving confidence because I believe in transformation mm. completely, in transforming myself, transforming the next person, and storytelling to change a narrative mm. somebody else's narrative somebody's gonna pick up your story and say look i am bigger than who i am yeah mm. all right yeah. i can yeah. do better mm-hmm. i can take up spaces i can create content <laughs> all right all right ladies quick one so as content creators and producers and being in the media space you know there's certain personal and professional um hardships that we go through mm-hmm. that all of us because mm-hmm. we're human right yeah, yeah. and Sometimes you want to speak about it and sometimes you don't speak about it. Yeah. Some people choose, we, we choose our hardships differently, yeah. right? Yeah. So when do you know you're oversharing or when do you know when to stop and what to communicate, mm. right? Yeah, like it's a question that I, it always pops up with me that am I being too open with myself because I've exposed myself to people like yeah. Facebook and on yeah. Instagram and what information can I give out there? How do you control that? Okay. So for me, I remember, you know, I've been very public about my journey with endometriosis, yeah. with, which is a chronic reproductive condition I was diagnosed with in 2012. So, you know, the thing about me and deciding to share that was that for 14 years, I'd been mis- misdiagnosed, right? As just the girl with PP, did excruciating, you are imagining it. So throughout, like, I remember after getting diagnosed, my thing was how I wish I'd known there was a condition called endometriosis because maybe I would have been diagnosed sooner maybe you know I wouldn't have been diagnosed at the later stage 
you know what I mean, where things are as complicated as they are. So I made an intentional decision that I'm going to share my endometriosis journey, yeah. specifically my endometriosis journey, right? I'm going to talk about my the fact that I've been diagnosed with this condition. I'm going to create awareness about this condition. So uh, to be honest with you, okay, yes, it just happened that around that time, there was a lot of other things that were happening. And the media is the media. The media will sensationalize. There'll be a lot of other, you know, like there's a whole puzzle and people are trying to, you know, uh, complete the puzzle. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? So I'm not going to own that, yeah. but my narrative was I'm going to create awareness on my struggle with endometriosis and the detrimental effects that it has. I don't share any other part of my story or, or my life. You know, do you know who I'm dating now? Well, do you? Well, <laughs> I do. Maybe then because you're just in gas, yeah, right? But yeah. not because I go out there and say, oh, yeah, so yeah, today, yeah. oh, so chill yeah, with the boo. So I've been intentional, you know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. And where endometriosis is concerned, nothing is too much. Yeah. I will go all the way because I made a decision that I'm going to share that. You get what I'm saying? It's a cause, you get what I'm saying? But otherwise, I'm very closed off. I'm very private, like I literally, and this is why I don't even attend a lot of events because I'm just such a, I'm so social phobic. You get what I'm saying? But like for me, it was very intentional that I'm going to, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah, so for me, that is what it is. So I've been very intentional about what I'm sharing and I've made a conscious decision that no other part of me beyond this is going to be shared. I mean, I believe social media is a platform for us to put our work out there. Yeah. Now for me, it's, um, it's essentially the place where I want to put my work out there, but I also want to uh, for people to know who I am. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Um, there's certain parts of course of my life I won't share. It's got nothing to do with anybody. Yeah. If it's got nothing to do with whatever I've, whatever I've posted and whatever aesthetic you're seeing on my feed, I won't post it because it doesn't make sense to anybody else. You yeah. know. At the end of the day, you have a brand that you want to sell, and you also have you at the end of the day who yeah. you have to protect. Yeah. So yeah. rather give the people what you want everybody else to see. Mm -hmm. So it's it's also about being a lot of it's a lot of intention. Yeah. yeah it's very deliberate to say I'm gonna post this. I'm not posting in this yeah yeah you know what i mean like it's, it's also very important to post things that matter to people but also sometimes when we don't get personal with our lives as well i've realized one thing about also that people don't get interested no not even out of, <laughs> no not even interested um i think a lot some, sometimes you need to share certain stories for people to relate to, 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 to real life you know but there's there's specific things that you'll say and say hi um i'm going through xyz situation and then someone will be like okay actually this is the same thing i'm going through you know what i mean a lot of the times for me, I normally don't speak about, um, you know, our large kahundas. And a lot of women are always trying to get that from me. Yeah. You know, where do I get this? Am I going to do this? You know, it's a, it's, a, it's a chapter I've never opened because I thought that was just for me. Yeah. I mean, everybody's got, but it's one thing that a lot of women are experiencing yeah. and they need help with it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So sometimes you need to share, but sometimes, but also, so, can I just? Yeah, yeah. But also, it's okay. I also feel, guys, can we not forget we're human? Yes. Can we not forget that in the midst of all of this, we're mm. only human, right? Mm. You know, can we? Because I, I always say to people, you don't owe anybody your story. You yeah. don't. Mm. You know, let's just get that straight. Just because Hannah came out about her endometriosis, whatever, whatever, right? But at the same time, what connects us as human beings is exactly that you know yeah. our experiences our every human stories. has a story you get what i'm mm. saying so i also feel let's not be too hard on ourselves God, 
If it trends, it trends. It trends. But let me give you an example. Now when this end of me, initially it hit me hard yeah. when it was sensationalized. But then at some point I was like, but this is the reality of the everyday woman. Yeah. Who's going what, through what I'm going through? So let me back in Timothy and understand that I'm just a vessel, right? Mm-hmm. There are women who are struggling with this every day. Mohaburoni, Bolokalabato, Bolin Samuri, right? Yeah, but also just yeah. to add on to what you're saying. Yeah. What do people need to understand when we're human beings? Nobody is a... We're not robots, you know? We live, we breathe, we will also die eventually. But unfortunately, because we put ourselves in the public public space, people tend to dehumanize the human. So it takes a lot of work from... And a lot of confidence and a lot of work from ourselves internally yeah, yeah. to say, but this is my story, I'm going to drop it this way, right? Mm. It's like when you said you are not aware of a brand, yeah, but then now you're continuously brand managing yourself mm. yeah, yeah. so that your story remains interesting, it remains attractive, it mm. remains in the people's spaces, but now you also need to set what your passion points are. Yeah, which is absolutely. What you show off. Absolutely. All right. Oh, this conversation is amazing and I could not I could go on forever. So ladies, where should what should we expect to see from the both of you? Like what's happening mm-hmm. if you're willing to share in your lives and what what should we be expecting to see and developments and new things and amazing mm. and forceful things? <laughs> no pressure. Let's start with you. Okay. No pressure. <laughs> um, no, there's no pressure. I'll choose to tell you what I want right yeah, now. Love. Right? Yeah. That's it. Um, f- right now, I'm in a space where I'm working a lot of behind the scenes. After I came back from MTF, you know, I was exposed to those many opportunities of working behind the scenes. I'm currently producing for my company, which is Media Rap Africa. Um, we're currently working on a documentary. Uh, it's gonna hit the TV scene. It's gonna hit a lot of people because it's a story that I feel like has not been told. It's about a certain woman that I, you know, I also look up to. And I thought, well, hmm, she's got a really nice story to tell. Yeah. Um, so we're currently working on a documentary. I'm also like, you know, venturing into other spaces of work. I think for me, outside of being a, t- I'm a businesswoman. I really, really like to go for my money. I want to work hard for my money. Secure the bag. Secure the bag. One, one, a true self. Yes, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I'm venturing into other spaces. Um, you know, with the mineral space, I want to try and venture into like a lot of things. I want to hold a space that I feel like is not dominated. You know, I think a lot of spaces are dominated by men. So I want to try and break into every, you know, industry. I want to show women that it's possible. That's what I want to do. That's yeah. my ultimate um, dream. And that's what I'm currently working on on myself and my career and all of that boundaries. stuff. Yes. Yeah. And I love the fact that you're speaking about documentaries. You know, I think initially I started off with lifestyle content, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Hanala Productions. And, you know, I believe like, you know, maybe you may have come across Hana Live, uh, the YouTube channel. You can right. check it out if you haven't. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And we stopped production because, you know, I think I had to, I was trying to redefine the narrative. Mm-hmm. So we're also going into documentaries because I want to tell stories, but differently. Right. So mm-hmm. you can look out for, you know, a, a documentary and a couple more that we're working on right now. I would still love to be in the content production mm. space. But over and above that, I love being on camera, guys. Like, hey, I, I, you I, never I, get I, I, I love being you on camera. I want to be on camera. Yeah, yeah. Over and above that, I Rise by Hana, you know, is an apparel brand, a sleeping lounge where, you know,
know, a range. And, you know, so we're introducing new, new product offerings. This is my baby. This is the one thing that I felt, okay, I don't have to wait for somebody to choose me, right? Yeah. It's not like an MC gig where I'm, I'm going to send a coach. I'm like, please pick me. This is me. And, like, I get to determine how it, you know, it unfolds. So, yeah. Exactly. So there's a rise behind. I look out for new product offerings. I want to grow that into a regional brand, a global brand eventually. Oh, and as far as the humanitarian me, endometriosis, activism, mm. I look forward to, you know, my foundation impacting regular people's lives. Through my foundation, I want to see, you know, uh, women, especially the underprivileged and the low-income earners mm. who were considered infertile, being able to have kids through fertility treatment. So that is what I like to do through my foundation. So yeah, so those are the three aspects of my life that like every mm. single day, like I just want to create impact, you know, through those three. Well, thank you, ladies. There's so much power. I keep saying, I'm getting goosebumps sitting in yeah. your presence, and I'm completely honored. Kilo Wanuza. 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 And we had this conversation, right? And thank you so much for having us. <laughs> it's a complete pleasure. Guys, what did we promise you? We promised you amazing content. We promised you uh, a completely amazing format, and we promised you amazing conversation. I am blessed. You are blessed. And thank you ladies for being here. Thank You're you welcome. for having Thank us. you so much for inviting Cheers. us.